0: or do you
2: really know what you're talking about? Okay, right, here we are. Um, well, this is unusual for this show. We're actually revisiting a previous episode of the podcast, aren't we?
1: Yeah, I think it's the first time, other than like where we've covered different characters in the same story, which I think, I can't remember which one, but I think we've done once before. I'm not sure. Um, but the, yeah, this is, this is where we've had... In the time it took us from doing the original to now, we've actually had new stories with these characters in, which is a, a very strange feeling.
2: And, yeah, you know, I'm a bloody idiot because this should have occurred to me because, you know, um, you, you know, the uh, the modern Sontaran, <coughs> the butler one, yeah. was um, not that long ago. So it should have occurred to me that if we did do the Sontarans, there is a chance later on they would come back again.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be... There's a few, a few recurring villains, stroke characters that they seem to just continually use, um, and the Santons have had a, a, a good old run, haven't they, of of appearances in New Who? Um, so not not greatly to their their betterment. No, <laughs> but um, hopefully hopefully the, the ones we're talking about tonight might set that course straight a little bit
2: will it do it will it do it it? yeah Yeah. so all right then here we go we're going to talk about a series of stories that are what two months old which is unusual for (coughs) this show as well isn't it
1: yeah so this is um this is the Doctor Who season that we've just had uh called The Flux Um, Which I don't know about. What do you think when someone says flux? I just think soldering, don't you? I think of
2: that, and then when Back to the Future come out, of course, it's the the flux capacitor, capacitor, you know. But yeah, flux for my college years, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now a lot of people don't know about flux now, do they? Well, you don't get it; it's built into the solder. Yes,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, the flux. This this overarching story arc um, for Doctor
1: Who. Before we sort of get into the Santalans proper, what were your views? Because an overarching... We've had we've had themes and loose... Because even The Key to Time and The Trial of a Time Lord, that was very loose. Mm. It wasn't a continuing story throughout the season.
2: Now, this and is pretty had, much one story over one six story, episodes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
1: this is a six-episode uh, classed as a... Well, I suppose it's the equivalent of the old almost 12-part in classic Who, not it? Mm. You know, one 45-minute generally sort of equates to two 25 minute ones near mm. enough um, so it's equivalent of an old 12 parter but a continuing story um, what did you think about did you think it worked as a story as a continuing one
2: well I mean back two months ago you know uh, there, there, there were stories I liked and there were stories it's like mm, well whatever but watching it now because we've had to watch it all again haven't we yeah. um, it it, it's odd, it's just, there's so much going on, it is yeah. just so fastly done, it's so noisy, you <laughs> know, it's just...
1: Yeah, I, I think it's it, it was sort of, for me it was the equivalent of a <clears throat> of like a, a fast food meal, that while you're eating it and just afterwards you go in, oh it was lovely, I loved that, and then when you think it later like when you've got the heartburn kicking in and you're hungry again, and you think, okay, that wasn't the best thing ever. Um, yeah, I, I'm torn on it, like you. There were certain episodes. I mean, I think the um, the uh, uh, the Halloween, the one set in the the the, the old 1950s village, very quite massy, mm. with the angels in. I thought that was probably the could have been the best episode of New Who so far. I really enjoyed that one. It but is very good. But the ones surrounding good. it weren't. It, it was both both. There were some episodes that were both completely filler. But also, there was so much happening. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think they would have been better off spreading the last couple of episodes out, fleshing out some the, you know, like, again, we get recurring villains that they go, oh, they're dead, they're gone. They didn't mean anything. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, now watching it again, yeah. now you know the ultimate resolution to everything. It's not as good as I enjoyed it no. first time. Um, especially, and I'm surprised the Sebastopol story. I didn't enjoy as much as I remembered enjoying it.
1: I, yeah, I think, I think it's that's very much a fast food episode. In that, it works perfectly for what it was, which was a watch it once. It's almost a, a, we were talking about it before we started recording. But almost like a 1950s forties serial. cereal. It, it it works for the time you're watching it. But yeah, you're right. Rewatching it um, yesterday, it, there's not enough meat to it to warrant it being a classic. Or anything. I mean, it's good, but it's yeah, it's there's definitely there's not much of substance to it. And it does it does when you rewatch it, you sort of the plot holes in it and the contrivances are a bit thick. Yes, you know they're they're troweled on when you're watching it and you're because and I I found this pretty much with all arcs in New Who as you're watching it live and you don't know the future, you'll go oh Bad Wolf, oh that's Bad Wolf, and then you find out the the answer and it's like oh was that it and then you watch it again and the stuff like that the Bad Wolf stuff now, it's so flat it's like I don't care, it doesn't mean anything and I found this with the two villains I love the actors playing them, I thought they were great real menace and then oh yeah, you're nobody Mm. it's um It's the last Jedi all over again, isn't it? They're trying to subvert our expectations, Eric.
2: I think that's what it is, and I think the Sebastopol one as well is. um, uh, I think we really enjoyed it, but that was the that that was before the Quatermass one. Yes. So
1: compared to the Quatermass one, it's it's not it's not that good, is it? it? No. Um, I did. I mean, we're talking about the Sun Taurans, which we'll get into, I suppose, in a bit more detail, but. Yeah, I thought, I thought where that succeeded was in the Sontarans and they almost threw all that away later on. <laughs> they sort of they, they pulled them back in, you know, forget the invasion of time, forget the two doctors were pulling you back in, no, push it back out again. Yes, um, yeah. Well, we'll yeah. get there shortly. <laughs> and, and yeah, I think we'll have an interesting discussion on their design and execution as well. All
2: right, definitely. well, let's go one by one then, shall yes. we?
1: Take your hat off,
0: mate! Ah, oh, second thoughts. put it back on! You have information regarding the treacherous vermin known as the Doctor. You're talking to her. What? You deceived my soldier! It wasn't difficult. It is regrettable that our flux strategy did not foresee your presence, but we shall not falter. You knew the Flux was coming? So what caused it? Is it you lot? Are the Sontarans behind the Flux? The Flux is neither of our making or our control, but our psychic command foresaw it. We timed our attack on this feeble rock in the fractions before the Lepari shield took effect. While we were all looking the other way, you must be very proud. This planet has defied us ever since the Great Commander Lynx for Stictor's claim and the ground of its feeble soil. We now assert that claim. Earth shall be an outpost of the Sankaran Empire. No, it won't. But why here? Why Sebastopol? The Crimean skirmish seems the perfect place to start. So much conflict, so much opportunity, and also I wanted to ride a horse.
2: We start off with the Halloween tale, don't we? Yes. Um, Which is set in 2021. It's set this year.
1: Set in the past now, isn't it? Well, oh, of course, yes, it, yeah. This yeah. is 2022, mate. This oh, yeah. is the year of Soylent Green, yes, yes, mm, yes. I can't yeah. wait. Mm. <laughs> um,
2: and uh, yeah, the flux is destroying the universe, yes. isn't it? it Whole is, solar yeah. systems are being destroyed,
1: yes. Keep that in mind, folks. For the well, <laughs> the again,
2: I'd I, I remember mm. watching all this, but yeah. now watching it again. It's like, hang on a minute, <laughs> you <Yes, laughs> know, when, when you it. reach the end, yeah. Um, and yeah it's 2021 the flux is destroying everything and my first thought is what well, and the doctor doesn't know about this but, yeah. but but of course at the end everything's reset isn't it and it's isn't it yeah, like it's well, never I, really happened
1: well they don't they don't say that's the case I suppose you could read anything you want into it couldn't you because they the, the the two villains keep resetting and starting again resetting, starting again so the universe could be back to its normal size it might not be I mean I suppose at the end of the day it doesn't really matter but it would have been nice to have some sort of thing from the doctor where she says um, don't worry I've I've used their reset switch everything's back to normal Mm. Um, but then would that be a big red reset button horrible plot device? I I think it would have been quite good if they'd have um, carried this on, I was, it probably doesn't leave much room, but carried it on where the universe is like a millionth of its normal size and whole races and that have been wiped out.
2: That's what they do in Judge Dredd, don't they? Every yeah. so often they have some, some threat to Mega City One and like half the population is is eliminated. Yeah. And then I mean, a year remember, later it happens yeah. again.
1: Because I can remember the, um, the Apocalypse War when that first happened. Yeah. And at the time it was like, oh my God, this is shocking. And then you think, it's very sensible. It, you build up this massive continuity that, that trips you up all the time. Yeah. To get rid of it. Yep. Yeah. You know.
2: Yep. Yeah. All right. So this this first story is the first time we see these new versions yes. in a very impressive spaceship. I do like yeah. their spaceships.
1: Yeah, a bit bit more um, bit more work than the uh, the footballs painted silver that we used to get.
2: I still like the footballs painted yeah. silver. This is very Games Workshop. Yes. Um, you could see this being a dropships sort of design for Games Workshop. We go inside and uh, there we have them. And we're back, aren't we? We're back to the original design. No, None of this silly blue armour anymore.
1: Yeah, it's, well, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not quite the original design, but it, it appears to be at least based on the original design. So they're in sort of quilted uh, uniforms. They've got a lot more. Sort of uh, accoutrement to it. But the helmet's of, very yeah. similar, isn't it? The helmet, got the, hu- the, the helmet's holes back. In it. Yeah, I like I like the helmets. That they're back to their simple form. Um, I'm not sure about the 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 masks. I, they're better than they were. They're better than the rest of the New Who's on Taran Mask, but they still seem to have that problem with the back of the neck, like they did in the Two Doctors, where it just rides up. Because mm. a couple of times, not necessarily in this episode, but certainly the uh, uh, Sebastopol one, the, 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 lead Sontaran guy, he'll turn around and look down and whoop, <coughs> his neck is, is yeah. bulging up over his collar. And it's like, what the, how come they could get it so right in, uh, in 74, 75 that they can't do that now?
2: We have mentioned this a few times mm. and, you know, I think the next time we're going to do one of these special revisits, uh, because it looks like the Sea Devils are coming back. I That's think we're true. going to be saying exactly the same sure. thing then, aren't we?
1: Yeah. How how has it got worse over time?
2: Oh, mm. Well, to be continued later on in this yes. year. I, I, we're going to be doing this but, again, I think.
1: Yeah. I think the um, uh, a, a small factor, but quite important as well, is the subtlety and the way that they shade the flesh as well is much better. They don't quite look so um, latexy as they did in in the previous New Who and they've darkened the skin.
2: They darkened it right down yeah. the head's a lot longer as well, oh, yes, isn't it? It's yeah. not so squat, is it? Yeah, if you look uh, at if
1: you compare it to say Lynx or uh, Styre, I mean they're a clone race, it's the same. Um, you look at the positioning of the ears, it's a mu- yeah, it's a much more elongated head, um than, than the old version. Um but I think on on, on the whole it works really well. Um they seem to be able to emote a bit better <laughs> if, yeah. if, that, if that's the thing Sontarans do, um, and it seemed, and I don't know whether that's the the quality of the mask or the fact that up until a certain point they've told them not to do it for comedy, mm. they seem to be acting a bit more serious, and that, that's a huge benefit to these Sontarans, I think.
2: Well, I mean, you know, just the re-sculpting of the face, they look yeah. cruel now yes, don't they? Yeah. They, they they really do look cruel and yeah they are kind of um, ruthless as well
1: yeah they seem to have lost that, that weird comedy scowling that they did as well well
2: yeah. this is a million miles away from the two <coughs> doctors ones oh, now God, yeah. isn't it you know yeah Hmm. all right so uh, yeah th- this guy takes his uh, help me off I'll tell you what um, you know this guy the, the, yeah. the the, the boss guy. Um, he. I can't
1: remember any of their names. I only watched it like yesterday and the day before. That, well, well.
2: Before we get into the names, right? Yeah. There's something about him. Reminds me of Grouty In. Porridge. Oh right, yeah. You know the the oh, Peter can, Vaughan yeah, sort can of. Can you imagine Peter Vaughan Man, playing a
1: sun
2: tower? Oh, I definitely can. That would
1: be brilliant.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, names. The, 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 these these yeah. are all all over the place, right? Mm. We've got a stink. Uh, The the guy on the the hologram, this psychic one, is Craigar, who he's talking to via hologram. And, of course, that's Dan Starkey, isn't it? So, Dan Starkey's back.
1: Dan's playing a few uh, Santarans this season, isn't he? Um, Which I suppose they probably wanted at least one person on the the staff that had played them before. Mm. Um, Which is good. They, they, They seem to be a better size as well. They're not all... They're not like the two doctors, six footers, mm. which is always bizarre. Um, but yeah, Dan Dan Starky, and I suppose it, depending on your what you want out of these characters, he's all right here. I think he's um, this this psychic guy. He's, he's okay. Later on, I don't know if it's meant oh. to be the same sometime. But the, no, he's got the a different name, knows, and morning.
2: I've got that for later. <clears throat> But uh, this, this this Peter Vaughan, Grouty, we'll yeah. call him. Call him right? Grouty, yeah. Right. I know they're a clone race. Yep. Okay. But is this the same guy that we're going to see in Sebastopol and all over the place? Or is it someone who just looks and acts and sounds I, exactly like him?
1: <clears throat> I mean, I, I assumed it was the same Sontana I mean, you might. That's a good point, actually. I never even considered that. It might not be the same one. It might be just the clone. Because although they're a clone race, they're all different. But you might get batches, because we know some are are bred in batches. Um, so it could be that there's a, a batch of people in charge and there's a batch of, mm-hmm. of comedy ones. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I just assumed it was meant to be the same guy, but I don't know. Now you're 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 possibly right. It's possibly not meant that would be confusing for the audience without putting a line in there.
2: Yeah, because I don't remember before the Santarans having time travel capabilities. It, that that was what the whole invasion of time was about, wasn't it? That they wanted to well, they had, master they had, time.
1: <coughs> they had crude time travel abilities in the Time Warrior because he's using it to. Oh, of course, yes, he's Yeah. So they've always had this proclivity to to have a bit of a bit more time travel than a lot of um, enemies. But yeah, they the invasion of time it was because they wanted the full time travel capabilities so presumably even though they lost that they must have learned something from it because here they they've got perfect time travel haven't they
2: yeah because this grouty, i mean presumably this is uh, 2021 but out in space yes. right and he's there and this craigar says that the flux has begun yes. so we know it's 2021 right and that's the first story the second story which is war of the sontarans is Sebastopol in 1855? Yeah, and he's there. So he's gone
1: well, back I'm in t- time to <coughs>
2: 1855, or is that a different one?
1: I I just presume that yeah he had he had gone back in time. Um, but why? Um, good question. Because because the this whole this whole timeline is a bit muddled, isn't it? Because I I just assume that they. They try and invade on the Halloween night one and it doesn't quite go right. So they then go back in time to change history because flux has allowed them to, to go back and meddle with it. And they go back and um, basically displace Russia, don't they? Uh,
2: yeah, they've been there for a while, but not that long ago because uh, Mary sequel and the British bloke, yeah. they vaguely remember the name Russia, yes. don't yeah. they?
1: Yeah, so it can't. So time has changed fairly recently. I never, I, I never quite understood why they would, of all the battles in history that could change the planet, why, uh, why the Crimean War? Because it, it wasn't in the grand scheme of things. It wasn't wasn't a pivotal moment. No, it wasn't. I mean, it basically ended in a stalemate, and and did nothing really for either empire. Here's a question then kill what, a lot
2: of their people what war would, if you were Sontar and grouty
1: what 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 war
2: would you have gone to
1: um, assuming you didn't want to like go so far back that you you know go to Battle of Hastings what, and, 300 and Medellin, or something like, yeah, yeah. But of, of, of sort of the our recent thing every' be World War one because <clears throat> everything that's happening in the world at the moment all the problems all the mm-hmm. divisions everything stems from World War one and it's uh, conclusion so I would think that would be a great one. And to see Sontarans in trenches.
2: Oh, trench warfare Santarans!
1: Yeah. You um, know, you, see, you just see a, a head coming out of the trench and it looks a bit like a German helmet. Sontarans with spikes. On the top on their of their helmet. helmet. Yeah. And you see that coming up. And they know it's actually a Santaran. Because then old
2: Grouty, you can still go on the horse, like he says. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. Don't want to be here because you I could, uh, don't ride a horse.
1: Yeah, you could you could have scenes where the, the, the British guys go, um, there seems to be a new battalion of Germans and they have gas uh, gas mask capability. And you see it and it's, yeah, you could have a great old time with that. Um,
2: yeah, but I've got a mental image of a Sontaran World War One fighter pilot, right? in a fighter plane little yeah. goggles over the slits in yeah. his helmet and a flying oh, scarf
1: yeah. yeah you know they would go with the comedy on that thing. you
2: they would yeah. it would be dan starkey yeah he would be the comedy pilot wouldn't he Chokes away
1: ha <laughs> ha yeah yes. no. the red baron yeah
2: yeah the iron yeah, perhaps, baron
1: yeah a, a Santarin in a, a leather flying helmet <laughs> oh dear
2: <laughs> All right, so here we are. We've got Mary yep. Sokol there, um, yes. you know, because of course they've got to meet someone famous, haven't they, on their yes, travels? Yes, that,
1: that does seem to be the um, the overarching thing in Doctor Who at the moment. Is that yeah, you can't you can't throw a brick without hitting someone famous. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's it's the storytelling equivalent of people that think that they there used to be someone in a past life they were always Napoleon or Cleopatra. never the poor sod that cleaned the toilets?
2: I was regressed once. Were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't anyone famous, though. Did you complain? I I was a travelling salesman in medieval times.
1: Were there many travelling salesmen in medieval times? What were you selling? There was,
2: in my mind, little trinkets. No, I I made things. I had, like, a horse and cart. I, I was like a little tinker. I, yeah. was, oh. I was. And I was travelling from villages to villages, um, somewhere in, in Europe because I said, you know, the nights are very, very dark during the winter and it's very cold and blah 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 did you go, and there's lots did of go, forests.
1: Did you go I can't I can't see anything it? There's no light. And they went, oh, it must be the dark
2: ages. <laughs> <laughs> I invented the light. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So that's Sebastopol, right? Yes. 1855. But at the same time, you say they went back in time to 1855 or just yeah. before because the Halloween thing in 2021 didn't work. But it did work because Dan's still in, is now in Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah. But
1: and, I'm present- and
2: they are there. Yeah. And I, but I,
1: I, it's very confusing this isn't it I I presume that because they eventually are kicked out and destroyed in 2021 that they've then at that point gone back so we're both we're Ah. both seeing their future in the past and their past in the future
2: oh I see old Chris is trying to be clever is he I think
1: I I get I think that's what they were heading for I'm not sure he succeeded but that's what I thought or because I never considered that these were we. These were different. Some talents. It could be that it's it's happening. Both. You know. It's both that. But then we know that this the Sevastopol one hadn't happened because you know Dan and that didn't remember it or anything. No. Whereas if if it had happened, if it had always happened, and this was the same timeline, they'd go, oh yeah, these these guys from. From history.
2: Yes. Yeah, they yeah. don't know. His mum and dad have never seen them before no. until they invade. All right. Well, back in 1855, we've got captured Dan Starkey, haven't we? Yes. Um, who, who who knows the Doctor. Even though this version of the Doctor has never been seen by a Santaran, to our knowledge, yep. he still recognises the Doctor.
1: Yeah. Which it's going to get... If you've got if if the Sentinels are a time traveling, time capable race, um, this is where you start running into issues, isn't it? Because yeah, they could, they should know all of the future Doctors because they may well have met them in the past. Mm. It gets very confusing. Or you go with the sort of the Dalek-y thing where they 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 can detect the Doctor. Well, up until recently they could detect the doctor and they knew who he was even though he regenerated etc um yeah it's diff- difficult but yeah they, they know the doctor and they know that the doctor is jody whittaker
2: yes yeah and yeah the doctor says uh go to your boss tell him i, I wish yep. to parley so off dan goes and reports what I do like about this new incarnation of Sontar- Sontarans is they are ruthless again.
1: Yes, um, they're, they're a threat again. They are a threat,
2: great. and uh, yeah, they have no qualms about killing. Um, much like you know in the uh, Tom Baker Santaran one, where you know uh, he, he was quite uh, uh, happy to you know torture his captives yeah. to find He's out the limits it, of of yeah human endurance here. You know, old Grouty says you've done adequately. Yes,
1: uh, I, I, I did like that scene. Yeah.
2: I'll give you mercy, and the mercy yeah. is uh, immediate execution. Yeah. You know, that oh, is thank a ve- you.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's a very, um, you know, uh, Sontaran thing.
1: Yeah, it, it, it very much reminded me of Time Bandits when um, evil sort of says, I'm going to turn you into a slug. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what I don't like about this story, and it, and it came back to me immediately is when Dan meets his parents and you know, they're saying about how there was an eclipse, a three minute eclipse. And then all these people appeared, um, but they know all about the probic vent and yeah. you can dispatch these Sontarans with a frying pan.
1: This, this is what's so frustrating with, with these Santarans is on the one hand, they're building a back up. They're ruthless. They're a force to be reckoned with. They're military uh, capable, they you know they they're good at war, but then on the other hand, they also want to sort of have their cake and eat it and have oh yeah they've got this stupid uh, um, sort of ready-made out of jail free vulnerability, um, and I just don't buy the uh, the Sontaran reasoning that oh it means we always have to face our enemies. No, no, you're an idiot. Yeah, I... you know w- winning is the only thing you should be worried about. That's Let's not put,
2: a good strategy, no, is it? You just know, got
1: a little cover over it. Yeah, it? yeah, a little bottle
2: cap over the top yeah. of it. Um, also, I don't like this thing about how they've got to recharge every twenty-seven hours, and and they don't do it in shifts. They all no, do it in one. That, good. <coughs> what good is that in a war if every that, twenty-seven hours every, they go off and and recharge?
1: Yeah, that that was the even even on first viewing that that sort of it, I could I could skip over it because. Okay, it's just plot contrivance, but the, when you watch it a second time, it's so ham-fisted. Yeah, they, they all have to recharge for a set amount of time. Okay, that's fine. They all have to do it at exactly the same time, and they can't leave any guards. Okay, that's stupid. And then when you consider that their secret base is a two-minute walk... <laughs> from over the, the main, hill. Yeah, over <laughs> the hill. Um, and it, also, the thing that annoyed me this time is like... Um, the, the nurse woman, the doctor says, uh, "Keep an eye on the So she sat in the doorway. Did no one else come in and out? Or no. Why, why did um, Dan Starkey not see her coming in?
2: I don't know. I yeah. know it's it's not a good strategy because you know if you're the English commander, when they all go in their spaceships, that's when you shell them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? We we were pretty good at that uh, shelling people in artillery, even in the Crimean War. We had lots of cannon. Yep. Um, yeah, you're saying about the probate rent. Yeah, I was just thinking that that would have been a great scene, wouldn't it? That you play up the audience expectations, so you have, you know, Dan with his walk, and he knows it's probate. He whacks him on the back, and it they just turn around and go, "What you expect us not to learn from previous defeats?" Yes, that'd yeah. be brilliant. But no, we can't. We, we can't stray that far from the path, can we?
2: because that, that that that's a very good point because you know they know. i, I mean it's good he's name checked yeah. old links is name checked in yes, this yes it's
1: always nice to get a, a, a you know a reference to better stuff
2: <laughs> to better stuff yeah and and yeah, yeah you know they should have learnt. yeah bloody they're stupid not, well they're
1: not meant to be idiots are they they're not they're not sort of compounded by logic like the side are at times the, you know, they're not compounded by total racism like the Daleks are. They're meant to be... They live for war and for military... Ta- and they're always saying what great tacticians they are. Yeah, they would have after the first one. Mm. You know, it's also like the recharging thing. They never heard of batteries or anything. <laughs>
2: All right, well, the Doctor parlays with Grouty. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, his Which flux... I,
1: I I love that scene, though, because it's like... They're talking, they're parlaying, and then it cuts to a long shot. It's like, you wouldn't hear each other. <laughs> You're too far apart. <laughs> they should have had a scene of them going, what? Shout.
2: <laughs> he he says that their flux strategy didn't anticipate yeah. the involvement of the Doctor. But surely they've learned that, you know, any time they'll any try and stealthy, do anything yeah. that will put the universe at danger, the Doctor will intervene.
1: Yeah, I, I would, I, I'd quite like a storyline where they... They actually planned for that the doctor interfering was part of their plan that mm. their plan relied on that that would be quite clever yeah d- any of the doctor's ongoing enemies should figure that eventually the doctor will show up for everything they're doing
2: yeah yeah
1: and scupper their plans
2: Hmm. we have a uh something that you know classic who could never do we have a very lord of the rings Vista of the battlefield where you've got thousands of Sontarans approaching thousands of British soldiers.
1: Yeah, if if you want to uh, see what classic who would have done in this regard, watch Battlefield. Yeah, where you've got like four, (laughs) four, four stuntmen running around a muddy field.
2: Yes, that would. Yeah, yeah. But watching it a second time, you know, they go into battle when you, uh, you know, you. You have all the muskets firing, and you have the lasers firing. I didn't see one Santaran get wounded.
1: No, they, this this was a, a drawback. I think because I quite like the idea that that both the human side and the Santaran side didn't didn't want to not have this war. They they and that, that was that was very much a, a colonial era Britain viewpoint. You know, that war was great. This, you know, mm. If you died died in warfare, oh, great stuff, great lark, um, uh, and I quite like that. But they should have shown that it was a, it wasn't just a rout. It should have been a not a fair battle. But what I don't get what the Sontarans are getting out of this? No, because there's no threat to them. Yeah, they should have shown. I mean, it's it's classic War of the Worlds, isn't it? Is you you show the Martian war machine getting destroyed by the first gun. That adds to the tension. Yeah. You can beat them. And then their strategy means that they learn from it. But these sometimes, it's, it's not a fair fight, is it?
2: It's not fair at all. And yeah. I, I can't remember how old Dan Starkey got that bandage on his head. Oh, he was hit by a cannonball, wasn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah. Um, so cannonballs tend to work. But all these guys just in with their rifles, they can't, they can't, Hurt the Santarans. so the war should be over by now.
1: The first battle,
2: yeah. I mean, they should be routed.
1: And again, you could have had you could have had some really nice scenes where you know the Santarans are walking in slowly in towards them, and you know one of the Santarans says, um, "Should we not take cover?" And the lead Santaran says, "No, we are invulnerable." And then the British do a bayonet charge and mm. kill the front row. Mm. You could have had great fun with it like that. Um, but, but, yeah, it's unfortunately, it's, 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 it's just a route, isn't it? The, the, the British forces are just killed outright.
2: Yeah. All right, I mean, that's shortly after that. That's when we find out this new bit of Sontaran law, which is yeah. uh, the atmosphere doesn't suit them. Their suits filter out all the, you know, the things that are in our atmosphere that they don't like and give them good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it, every it twenty-seven hours. They keep
1: taking their bloody helmets off. Though.
2: Yeah, why take your helmet off yeah. then? Yeah, uh, and yeah, they have to go back every twenty-seven hours to refuel. Yes. At the yeah. same so time,
1: it's, it's changed a little bit from the old because um, it used like in Lynx's time and um, Stiers' time, they had to recharge basically the their energy from their ships, didn't they? In mm. this time, it's like yeah, we have to we have to um, change our oil in the suit sort of thing. But why do they have to do it all together? I mean, I, I know the episode couldn't happen with it, but to me, that's that's lazy writing. If mm. if your storyline has to have this sort of nonsense to work, rewrite your story so that it works without having this major glaring silliness. Mm. It doesn't quite scupper the episode, but it, it really hurts it on a second viewing.
2: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I wasn't as impressed second no. time round. Um, and this this story ends with um, Dan and uh, old dog bloke um, yes. crashing a ship into kind of the step. ship. Yeah. That's it. I can never remember the name. Um, and yeah, that creates a temporal Fido, imp- Fido. So. Um, and that that creates a temporal implosion. Yes, which destroys all the ships in the Crimea.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know what Doctor Who would do without the chain reaction. I mean this is this is a weird chain reaction that goes through time. Um, that's why I viewed that killing killing or destroying the ships before they've travelled back in time, that's what wipes out the ones in the history, but I, I don't know. It's a bit confused.
2: It is confused. And especially in the next story which is survivors of the flux. Yeah. The next time we see Grouty, there he is. He's back in twenty twenty one. So yeah. unless he came forward in time at the moment of the explosion, this is another Grouty.
1: Well, I don't know whether this well it could be that it's another Grouty. Or is this the same Grouty, but just because they never then went back to Crimean, this is sort of a
2: Oh, yeah, a, a he stayed temporarily
1: fluxed. Yeah, he, he stayed put. So this is just this is what they were gonna do but or what they've done because they didn't travel back in time because their ships were destroyed before they could do it.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, there I'm he is. possibly
1: wrong on that. Yeah. That's how I viewed it. Mm. No, no,
2: I, 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 I'll I, take that. Yeah. So there he is. He, he's in 2021. He's doing a deal yep. with the Grand Serpent, this new villain. Yes. Um. I thought at the end we were going to get a big reveal, but oh, nah. Yeah. Didn't know. I mean, he's,
1: he's, he's a good actor. I liked him in uh, Line of Duty and that. But, um, again, they build him up, and then it turns out, oh, he's just a disgruntled politician from the future. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. Okay. Um, but it's all very impressive, all the Sontaran yeah. ships arriving and everything. This is all uh, uh, visually very impressive.
1: Well, this season has looked amazing, hasn't it? That's, mm. you know, that's one thing to say. It's, this is the most cinematic season we've had. Um, looked great.
2: Mm. It does look great, and you know the whole idea of the Santarans want to do a you know a, a deal with the Daleks and the Cybermen, yeah. but not the Rutans. Yes, because,
1: yeah, I did, I because
2: you're that. scum. Yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. good. That's good.
1: See, I like that that style of comedy works brilliantly because you're you're laughing with their nature. It's not slapstick like we get later on. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was great. Right? I was like, yeah, we, we, we will extend the olive branch to everyone. But not you, <laughs> You're scum.
2: Yeah. Um, second time round, something I thought of is, you know, at this point now we have this uh, uh, shield all, all completely encasing yes. yeah. the Earth, isn't it? Preventing the flux from destroying the Earth, right? Which is a shield of spaceships all interlocked together, aren't they?
1: Well, I, yeah, um, so in, in the first, or it might have been the second, I think it was the first episode, whatever episode it was at the beginning of the season, so the uh the, the craft, are the only craft that can withhold the flux, don't know why, um, and they form a shield, a totally linking shield around the Earth, and the flux hits the Earth because it destroys, semi-destroys the TARDIS and it causes all these problems. So to my mind, that means that at least... The space surrounding Earth has been totally wiped out by the flux now. Yeah, that it's moon egg's system. gone. Yeah, the moon egg's gone. Ah, oh, that poor dragon. No one think of the baby dragons. Um, all gone. But then in this, it doesn't seem to be. And the, the shield's still there. Plus but the Dalek knows, ships yeah. and the
2: Cybermen ships will shortly be arriving. But yeah, but they've got to fly through the flux. I thought the flux was all around the Earth now. I thought,
1: yeah. I mean, is it... Is it does it go away? I don't know. I
2: don't, I don't know. But what I was thinking is, <coughs> if the Earth is being saved by having the, the shield ships interlocked yes. all around the Earth, where's all the daylight coming from? Yeah. Because it would what, be dark, wouldn't <coughs> it?
1: Well, I'm presuming the flux is just... Dis- I mean, even if the flux hasn't destroyed the sun, which I'm presuming it did... That's a good
2: point. The sun's um, gone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Perhaps the Cavanista uh, ships have got their headlights on. Ah,
2: uh-huh. didn't didn't, that didn't occur to me okay so we have that and in this story we also find out they've got a psychic command center in Chile yeah um and that they raid corner shops yeah now up until now I'm going along with it and like you say visually it's very impressive and everything and I like this new you know uh take on the Sontarans this is all very good until we find out that they like corner shops. And why yes. do they like
1: corner shops? Because Be- they, they like chocolate. Give Choco alert!
2: Colors. As Commander Shallow.
1: Shallow. Oh, that's a good name for him. Yeah, because he is shallow. Um, yeah, they. This is this is stupid humour. And I, I sort of, I think this was only, this was probably only put in a to give Dan Starkey a comedy scene because for some reason. They seem to view him as like, like some sort of comedy genius like peter sellers or something um and b i i got a feeling it was only written in to give jodie whittaker the the little speech about how she would love to run a corner shop
2: mm. i That's was thinking something. of you for a different reason during this scene yeah and yeah. i thought you was going to mention it but you know the layout of that corner shop do looked half like Eddie and Richie's from bottom. It
1: did actually, yeah. It would have been good if Eddie and Richie had been there.
2: Watching cricket up on the roof.
1: British chocolate, uh, best in the best world. Best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, evidently, this, was a, this is a real corner shop or something, isn't it? This is a famous... Is it? Um, Liverpudlian shop or something or Manchester or wherever the hell it's at. Yeah, and I, I wondered if there was some sort of dodgy deal going on, you know. <laughs> we'll advertise your shop if we can film there sort of thing. Yeah, um, it's a stupid scene, though, because it it relies on the fact that, I mean, up till now, I don't know whether it's ever been stated that, but I've never considered that Sontarans have to eat because they charge their energy via their probic vents.
2: Yes, I mean, that's why you eat, is to get the energy to sustain your body.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, assuming that's not the case, or even if that is the case, are we meant to suspect that the Sontarans, while they were rampaging madly, they um, they went into a corner shop and thought, oh, "What's this? What's this strange stuff?" I'll give it a try. <laughs> and went, "Oh, that's nice." That's I mean, a very how
2: good did... point. How did they learn about corner yeah. shops and chocolate?
1: Yeah, and how did how did that information get passed on? Did one Sauron and go back when they were recharged and go, "We've got to try this brown stuff." Oh, oh, it's nice. <laughs> Ooh. Um, then presumably you've got one of the Santalans that was stationed in America comes on and goes. It's horrible stuff. <laughs> It tastes like vomit. I'm like, I'm going to try this. British stuff, best in the world. Um, <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. and It's, I, it's a it's misstep, just there. So, isn't it? Yeah. It's just a total so misstep. We can have Dan Starkey with chocolate all smeared around his mouth, bugging his eyes. Oh, it's, just, it's horrendous.
2: Not good. Not no. good. All right. So... What you said about Grouty is yeah. there in 2021 because they never went back to Sebastopol, right? Yeah. If that is the case, how come when Grouty encounters the Doctor next, he recognises the Doctor? Because he didn't until until yeah. it was revealed to him.
1: Perhaps he, had, I don't know, how did he get back then if, he, if Sebastopol did happen?
2: He's done a Davros and he had an yeah, emergency be, yeah. vehicle to escape in.
1: It's all a bit confused.
2: Yes. I do like the ruthlessness next where he tells the Doctor that all the Lapari are dead. The entire race yeah. are dead. They've all been ejected into space.
1: Yeah. I, it, it, and it's great because it shows how ruthless these some towns are. But then it's almost immediately ruined because they insist on then having the Fido do a oh, howl a
2: awful, like, Oh that howl is awful was
1: that the best take
2: oh. I'm 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 more curious about this you know ejecting <laughs> um you yeah. know the lapari because we know that there's 5 billion lapari spaceships because yeah. it's one lapari for every human on the planet so that's yeah. 5 billion bodies are now floating in orbit around the earth oh,
1: that's a lot of dog hair clogging up the atmosphere it's, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot Did of fur balls do you think they they eventually fell back to earth and burnt up and you got that like everyone's wondering around and what's that burnt hair smell it, yeah yeah do, do you think as they come down and burnt up they went woof
2: <laughs> five billion times yeah. five billion woofs all at I, once
1: this is what so I've, I've been enjoying the season right up to now and i did enjoy the last couple of episodes you know they, they they're so rushed but this does have the feeling of someone someone while they were filming it said What happened to the the rest of his dog friends? Oh, God, yeah, we haven't... um, They're all dead. Mm. It was such a throwaway thing. Yeah. Show it. Show the Sontarans pushing them out airlocks. You've got at least one doggy costume. Yeah. You you know, just CGI it a bit. Um, Yeah, the the old rule of uh, show don't tell Mm. falls down in these last couple of episodes because they either run out of budget or... There's just too many things going
2: on. I can't remember. Can you Can you remember why, okay, the, the Crimean Gambit didn't work? Yeah. Why are they in 1920 Liverpool as well then? Because they're chasing Yaz and Dan yeah. and that guy with the sides uh, around his tunnels in, ni- in no, not 1920s, 1820s.
1: 1820s, yeah. I, I couldn't work out what the hell any of this tunnel stuff... Had to do with the story, other than they again wanted to to do some touristy stuff with Liverpool, um, because they make this big big show early on that this guy uh, he want he he wants to build these tunnels to give the people of Liverpool somewhere to shelter because he's had a premonition of the end of the world in the Sun Tunnels, but then that ne- they never use it for that. No, and I don't know why. There's every door in that tunnel thing goes to a different time. They don't really say why that happens or what relevance.
2: But how long ago did he have this dream to make the tunnel, big enough tunnels to take, well, at least the population of England? And how would you know whether that would actually work? You're going to live underground like, you know, the artilleryman says in War of the Worlds. Yeah,
1: I I presume that's his idea, is... um yeah, we're going to live in the sewer. I mean, I—what are they going to eat? Yeah. Oh, and, I don't yeah. Know. It does. It doesn't make a lot of. Well, I say a lot. It doesn't make a lick of sense, does it? Um, this this whole this whole sort of um, end to this this storyline. It feels like I don't. I don't know if you've ever watched um, season two of Star Trek Discovery. You probably haven't.
2: No.
3: But
1: but basically about six episodes in so they're setting up this really nice interesting storyline and about six episodes in behind the scenes they sacked all the producers and they brought in new writers and they changed basically the entire production stuff and the people that came in went yeah we're, we're getting rid of all that rubbish we're going to do our own story and so all these lovely plot points that were gradually building up were like thrown away or they were resolved in a way that makes no sense to what happened earlier and i got the feeling on this as well that they they you know chris chibnall set up all these nice little plot points that you're going oh this is interesting what's that then none of them are solved none of them make any sense um and i i'm not of the i know a lot of people think he's the world's worst writer i don't think he is because some of his stuff is really good there's got to be another reason as to why this at the end of the season is so messy.
2: Do you think there was behind-the-scenes trouble, and we're just
1: like, reckon aware so. Of it? Yeah, I reckon it's because um, I know this was done in COVID, were not it? So a lot of these people weren't on the same set, mm. um, and and on some scenes you can see it um, where there's lots of lots of space between the characters. Um, I, I reckon there is there's more trouble behind the scenes on this season than they wanted to let.
2: Do you think ultimately that's why Old Chibbers is leaving? It could be that this is a you know. A, a visible effect of trouble at Mill.
1: I think I think it could be, yeah. I think because like when when with the J and T stuff, when that started happening, um, it was very much the fans were embedded, and so they were reporting it as it was happening, and it was it was incredibly embarrassing to the BBC and to everyone involved. It was horrendous, and I I got a feeling if the same thing's happening because also if you if you were Chris Chibnall, or even to a certain extent, if you were Jodie Whittaker, would you want to do this program? Mm. Would you want to make it when your your supposed core audience hates you? Mm. I where's the where's the value in doing it? Mm. I don't know. So yeah, I I think there's more. I think in in the years to come that I think things will come out that there's more going on behind the scenes in this era than than we're privy to.
2: Mm. Alright,
1: we're nearly at the end and
2: nearly at the end is when old Grouty, he reveals his plan. The plan is that they're going to use the Dalek and Cyberman fleets to destroy the flux because the flux is antimatter and if you throw enough matter at antimatter, it will slow it down.
1: Yeah, does this make any sense to you? Because it doesn't to me.
2: That's not my understanding of how antimatter is.
1: No, I mean, even if it's not... Scientifically, that accurate because antimatter doesn't exist; it's only a theoretical thing. Um, we we've always brought up to uh, to worry about quicksand, poisonous snakes, and don't touch any antimatter because it'll explode. Yes. Um, but even if even if this is the case that that you need enough matter to counteract the antimatter, the flux has destroyed ninety percent of the universe. Yes. Why is a, a a couple of manky battle fleets enough matter whereas say you know jupiter or the sun (laughs) isn't
2: yeah the mass of those two battle fleets isn't the size of jupiter
1: exactly it it doesn't make any sense also if that was the case why not they could have got rid of it with the um the lupari fleet yes because there's more of them than there are you see of these Daleks and Cybermen. I mean, it's nice. They, they, you know, they just wanted to wheel the Daleks and the Cybermen out. Yeah, because they would. Well, th- there's that,
2: but also the Santarans want to show to, to the rest of the universe that we yeah. have saved the universe by destroying yeah. the Flux and eradicate two other potential real enemies at the same time. Enemies, yeah. yes.
1: Um, but I, I, I don't know how this is meant to work. But it does. <laughs>
2: Um, and it does, and yeah. and you know we don't see their end. We don't see the Sontaran's end, do we? Because you know they've been nobbled no. as well. So,
1: yeah, because they they thought that the Lupari ships would protect them, but the Doctor's done it. So Lupari ships don't protect them. So their fleet gets destroyed as well. Um, how? What are these fleets? Are these the entire military arm of all these creatures? Because we see well, the all dark, three races. Yeah. Because we see the Daleks, we just saw them in the special, and they don't. They're still going. They're not Mm -hmm. wiped out or anything. Um, Is this much of a setback for them?
2: What, the Routon? Uh, Sorry, the Sontarans? The the
1: Daleks. No, well, for any of them. is, Is this their entire military arm wiped out? For how long? Is this the entire race wiped out? again it doesn 't it doesn 't it doesn't have much because it 's not explained it doesn 't have much uh, weight does it so I
2: tell you what if 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 we if we didn't have had just last week you know the return of the Daleks, yep. you could actually say that this is a brilliant way of doing a complete reboot of Dalek design, Cyberman design, and Sontaran design, that, yeah, the ones that we know were in those ships, but at the other end of the universe, there's another version of the Daleks, or Sontarans, or Cybermen, you know?
1: I mean, I I don't think, I don't think there'll be any consequences of the Flux whatsoever, because I think it's, it's fairly apparent that the, you know, the new production team coming in don't really want, to carry on anything from this era um, so I think it will all reboot itself mm. but it just yeah it, I think it's meant to be a big old spectacle it? You go, oh my god look at that all their fleets were." but it, it doesn't mean anything because
2: there's no consequence after this there's no this, whatsoever is there? no no alright okay well the Sontarans then uh, we've got to put these Sontarans on, on yes. our lists Um before we do that, uh, um, Earth dates. We've got some Earth dates yeah. here, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just have a look on the on where else the Doctor has been on Earth. So if we take eighteen twenty Liverpool first, all right? Yeah. Ten years after that, uh, in eighteen thirty, the sixth Doctor. I uh, I tell you what, you you, you guess. It is a little quiz for you and the listener, Ian. Okay, so. 1830 sixth yeah. doctor where is he on earth
1: 1830 um uh, it's uh, um the rani one the rani. Yeah, Mark of the rani well done not right. yeah mark the rani
2: yeah so he was in the midlands for that yeah. uh, 10 years so after not that far away only 10 really years later yes yeah. uh so the next date is 1855 Sebastopol yep. um 11 years later in 1866, we have the second Doctor somewhere.
1: 1866, uh, that would be Evil of the Daleks, I would have thought.
2: Yeah, and where yeah. was the uh, Doctor?
1: Oh, it was outside London, wasn't it? It yeah. was at... Um, it's Canterbury. Canterbury,
2: yes. Can- Canterbury, yeah. Yes, all right. So that's that. And then we have 2021 Liverpool. all right and the nearest we have to that oh i'm not going to try this with you because uh you know three years before we got the 13th doctor in norway for it takes you away we got the second doctor in australia and hungary for the enemy of the world and then we've got london uh for kill the moon with the 12th doctor Mm, yeah sorry about that Mm. (laughs) i said those words again right now um i thought for our you know uh, adversary tally we'll do yep. two of the Sontarans from tonight okay, okay. grouty you know the main yep. big boss one and uh the comedy chocolate one uh,
1: what was his name did you say um,
2: Shallow. shallow yes s h a l l o you put santaran shallow and you'll I'm get it to
1: get, get a little image of
2: him. you know you don't want it you really don't want those images oh dear what on earth were they doing Um, you see it you see that face you see his little bulging eyes. It's
1: not good is it?
2: Nope. All right so Uh. we talk about design on both of those first all right so we've got grouty and we've got uh, shallow all right so Shall we do, we do Grouty first?
1: Yeah, let's do Grouty first. Um, obviously, he's a he's a higher-up Sontar, and so he gets a bit more sort of armour plate in and um, a bit more uh, accoutrement than uh, the normal ones. I, I really like his design. Um, it, like you say, they've got rid of that awful plasticky armour, um, which I just I don't think worked at all because it was... Every time they moved, it's like, oh look, they've used uh, foam rubber. Mm. Yes. Um, this okay. actually looks like mater- proper material, which is good and and solid plates. It's like oh, such a, a nice go back. to so design wise, what what have we what have we got towards the top of the Sontaran tree?
2: On design, the, yeah. and and this is our combined therefore yes. average. Yeah. We, we we've got a a seven and a half for Sontaran Strax from yeah. the Snowmen. Uh, we have an eight for Sontaran Styre from the Sontaran Santaran Experiment and a ten for Santaran mm. Lynx.
1: I'm gonna he's I think he's between for me, he's between Styre and he's definitely above uh, the, the blue plastic Sontaran um strax and that. So I'm gonna give him a seven and a half All right. design.
2: I gave him a seven. Yeah. Alright, so that's seven point two five. All right, so yeah, he, he's slightly b- below Sontar and Strax. Yeah. All right, okay, so, but that's just design, isn't it? Yes. All right. Um, and what about his effectiveness?
1: Uh, I like it. I like that he's ruthless. I like the the way the guy. I don't. I don't know who the actor is. Sorry, um, but I, I like him. He's, he's doing a good job. Um, he's not. He's not recognisable enough that you get like when Chris Ryan played it, where you go, ah. Oh, I recognise that voice and it brings you out of it so you can sort of view him as a character. Um, I like the way he moves about, his neck's a bit bulbous but I I don't think that's the actor's fault at all. Um, So I'm gonna gonna go a bit higher and give him uh, an 8 for effectiveness. I think he's good, he's a menacing fella.
2: Well that's exactly what I gave him, All right. So um, that gives him an eight on effectiveness. He's we haven't got an eight for a Sontaran. The nearest effectiveness yeah. was Sontaran Styre at eight and a yeah. half. All right,
1: I think, yeah, I would say he's he's my third favorite Sontaran. Yeah. I okay, that's
2: true. All right, and that gives us an ultimate adversary rating of 7.625. So 7.6, all right, 7.6. So grouty. Seven point six. That puts him in a caravan all by himself.
1: Oh, which he would probably like being on his own.
2: Yeah, that's hard. the nearest Santaran to him is uh Santaran Strax at seven. Oh, Alright, so he, he's officially our third most popular Santaran, mm-hmm. according yeah, to you 30, and me. So yeah. Alright. So Shallow then. How does he rate according to a <sighs> to a deadman basically?
1: Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. What? What have we got at the lower end
2: of the <laughs> Sontaran, ladder, at the Deadman? The, end? the the Deadman end. The low yeah. rent uh, Sontarans, We have uh, Sontaran Store. That's Derek um, from the Invasion of Time. We gave him a three. Okay, all right. And then than that. yeah. <laughs> then a, with an average five Sontaran Val from the two Doctors. Oh. But we're just talking about effect, uh, yeah, uh, design, design at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, I think I can go a bit higher on design for him because it's roughly similar, roughly sort of similar. The, there's something odd with his face though, but I don't know whether that's design or Dan Starkey. I'm not sure. So I, I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a, a very average for design only, a very average five.
2: That's exactly why I gave yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing remarkable, is it? No, no. It and there is something a little bit off. Well, I don't know yeah, what it is. I don't know if off, it's his it's bulging right. eyes or what.
1: Yeah, just looking at the photo now, and it, it's weird because the the shading's sort of the same. It's the same dark. T- yeah, there's something odd with his eyes. Mm. I don't know. The, the mask could be cut too big in the eye holes, and it's just not working. But, yeah, No. Alright, five's fair yeah, for
2: that. Yeah, okay, but... How effective was
1: um the chocolate soldier? He almost he almost scuppered the reputation of the Santarans that was being nicely nicely brought back to where it should be. Um, I think it was misjudged. I think it was misplaced. I quite like Dan Starkey. I think he I like you know, I think we both liked him as as uh, the butler Sontaran, mm-hmm. even though it was a bit over top. This is just this is almost into c b b c Yes. Um, or even you could see this on a, a modern version of Cracker Jack, couldn't they?
2: He's like he, a spoof.
1: A, yeah, a spoof. That's the word for it, spoof. Um, I'm going to give him, because I think he's done He's done the most remarkable of things, he's he's worse than Deadman. So I'm going to give him a two. Snap again. Yeah.
2: Snap again. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I mean, I, like I said, I mean you build the Santarans up to be this new threat. Do you remember when those yeah. photos came out? Only like a week before oh, the episode yeah. came out, and it's like, are these photos real? This yeah. looks far He's too too mean to be a modern day Sontaran. Yeah,
1: every, everyone was going, oh, this is this has got to be some fan produced suit or something, mm. or, or uh, even a Photoshop. Um, yeah, because it looked too good. It did like, oh, look too these, good. These are, these are looking really good. Um, how did it, Yeah, how did it go so wrong? I think cut this scene out, and I think we're, we've, we've got the Sun Towers back up to where they really should be.
2: It does taint it a bit, doesn't yeah, it? I think
1: so.
2: All right, so, I mean, you know, a two for effectiveness, a five for design, that's an average of three and a half. So right. he has an adversary rating of three and a half, uh, which does put Shallow in a caravan right yeah now will he be able to catch any chocolate off of any of his uh, cohabitants first of all last week's adversary the moon spiders are in there hey all right then we've got the animus
1: all oh, right okay
2: yeah.
1: Mm. yeah none of these people are going to give him any chocolate no
2: and uh, i don't think terry Leptil will no. either all right.
1: So, you, you, uh, have you revised your view of the Terrellaptals yet? Because you, do you think that the Terrellaptal is on par with?
2: No, I still don't like the Terrellaptals. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're, they're both crap, but for different reasons yeah. of crapness. Um, so that makes Shallow the Chocolate Soldier um, um, our second lowest Sontaran, right? Ah, so He's he He's just got,
1: beat Derek.
2: Yeah, uh, well, he got three and a half. Derek's down at number 100, no, 1.75, all right? Oh, oh,
1: quite a a difference.
2: Yeah, and the next one up is Sontaran Val. So there you go. That's our bottom three Sontarans, all right? Okay, (coughs) I hope
1: it was worth it for one joke that wasn't even funny in the first place. It was
2: rubbish, wasn't it? It really was rubbish. All right, so, yeah, this story's not appearing on our top ten bottom three or anything like that. We can skip over that.
1: I, I don't think I don't think the Flux storyline the whole season is as bad as a lot of people are sort of saying I thoroughly enjoyed sitting and watching it it just doesn't bear repeat watching or thinking too deeply about it's mm. throw away throw away it's popcorn for the eyes and yes it's yeah. not, you can't think about it we're not in, in 30 years time I don't think anyone's going to be sat doing a podcast reflecting on it being a classic hmm Mm. They might. I don't know. But I, I don't know.
2: know. <laughs> uh, one more question before we go. Something that's just occurred yeah. to me is that. Um, sorry to put you on the spot like this, but um, you know that I think you'll agree. The one shining light in this flux thing was the Quatermass style story. Yes, definitely. Right, and I know you enjoyed that. Do you think if we were to be doing the Weeping Angels right now, that would have gone into your top ten?
1: Ooh, good point. I think it might have, you know. Yeah. I think it might have. It might not have got very high because it's against some real classics.
2: At but, the bottom, your, yeah. your your number 10 of your top 10 is Revelation of the Daleks.
1: Yeah, I think it's, as much as I love that, I think it's a better story and better made. I mean, it was actually quite, quite tense in places, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm for Doctor yeah I think I think it would have gotten to my top ten I think it would have knocked Revelation off
2: but uh, of course when we finally talk about you know the, yeah. the Weeping Angels what is your top ten going to consist of well, uh, Revelation think, yeah. of the Daleks might be long <coughs> gone by then it might be
1: long gone yes you know although we've had a run of terrible stories recently haven't we so
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, ho- hopefully when we re- we go back and revisit uh, you know the first Doctor yeah we might hopefully we'll get some more quality ones
2: well you talk about revisit this is a nice little link to uh, to us announcing our um, next episode isn't it it's a um,
1: special isn't it it special. is a special
2: it's a special and it's my choice and yep. um yeah and i thought let's do it here we go uh next week folks um we're going to the no- swinging 60s to talk about the cybermen from yes. said decade
1: the black and white cybermen
2: no. Oh, it's going to
1: be a biggie, isn't it? It's going to be a biggie.
2: It's going to be a huge one. And you saying about, you know, uh, favourite stories, let's find out if uh, any of the tales are, are going to be in your top ten. Actually, I think one of them already is, isn't it? Isn't Tomb of uh, the Side, Tomb is in there, yeah, oh, I think I sh- so. Yeah. yeah, number five, I think, yeah. is, uh, is already yeah.
1: in there. I, um, I watched it again the other, about a week or so ago. Right. Loved it, brilliant.
2: Yeah, I've got a, I've got to pull my proverbial out. I'm, I'm only one yeah. episode into the Wheel in Space at the moment, so oh, I've got that and all the that's invasion. A chore, yeah, but yeah. then I've got the invasion to, uh, to, to watch. You know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> at least that, at least that's. Um, I don't think that's nowhere near as boring as. Wheel. Yeah,
2: that's not a yeah. chore. It's no. certainly not a chore. The invasion. Yeah. All right Ooh. then. Okay, folks. Well, come back in a week. where yeah, we're back in the '60s. Yeah,
1: back in the '60s. Back in the world of black and white. Back mm. in. When, when heart transplant surgery was something to be worried about.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, Yeah. The Post office tower was seen to be, you know, yeah. something to be viewed with suspicion, suspicion.
1: Yeah. Rather than the, uh, rather handy landmark for fighting Forbidden Planet that yes. ended up as <laughs> going to London. Which, which way is Forbidden Planet? Follow the post office tower.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. When All it right. It
1: was a telecom tower.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. I'm okay. just thinking of the goodies right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kitten yeah. Perhaps we cold. Sh- yeah, I was gonna say we should do the goodies in character. <laughs> it's <not>.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Okay, folks. Well, so, yep. See us in a yep. week, where we're finally gonna look at the silver garbed ones. All right.
1: Yes. Um. I, almost, you could quote the. Uh, the. the team of sober and in it is uh, our, our listeners belong to us they will be one of us yeah jo- join us then i think it'd be right. uh, a good one
2: okay all right well thank you ian no problem and uh, all right see you next time see you
1: again thanks then bye, bye.